Miller. On this week's episode of Tiger Turf Talk, we host Mr. Chris Butterball of Ewing Sports Field Division based out of the Carolinas. It is truly an honor to have uh, Chris on site at Brentsville for this. Um, he has been a huge supporter of the Brentsville Turf Program, uh, bringing the two of our students into the fold on the inaugural all-female grounds crew at the Softball Little League World Series. And to have him at Brentsville to see what we're trying to build and what we've been working on and how we've accomplished what we have to be able to sort of talk to others about what truly is special about our program and how truly um, it has been incredible to see our students grow um, and have the opportunities that Chris has allowed them to have. Um, it's something that I can't thank him enough for and I'm going to let this podcast do the talking because it's an awesome episode diving into all things sports field management uh, and it truly is always a great time having a good friend um, so enjoy this episode of tiger turf talk welcome back to another episode of tiger turf talk today we are uh with an extremely special guest here uh you <laughs> very special to the brentsville turf grass management program we have Mr. Chris Butterball, uh, sports field specialist for Ewing Irrigation based out of the Carolinas. How are you doing this afternoon? Good, buddy. Thanks thanks for having me. It's been great to be here today with you, and rarely do I get up here, but it's good to be up here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So let's talk about it. Obviously, you came in, uh, saw a lot of what we have here, sort of what we're doing, and really just overall what Brentsville Turf really is as a, as a whole uh, what would you say has been sort of your experience and what your thoughts are on our program well, here? You know, I tell you, it, the, the state of the union that we're in right now, um, you know, kudos to you and what you're doing and what the district is allowing you to do, what you're doing with the kids, uh, the support that you've already had, you know, from from our sports field family across the country. Um, I mean, it, it, it's really amazing. Um, I look at some of the things that you have your kids do, um, that they're already a they're going to be a step ahead of 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 anybody going in the equipment that you've got that you've provided to them to learn on is incredible you got some pieces that i that i never had that i wish i had you know doing it for 20 some years in, yeah. in minor league baseball and um just you know the the even the way your classroom's set up, man, it's 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 homage to what you've what you've done and accomplished in a short while. And and I'll I'll speak for the whole industry and in, and in thanking you for for doing what you're doing because we we need the people we need the people that love it we need the people that that um that can come in and get their hands dirty right away. And um you know I talked to two classes today with you and nobody really went what's that you know, everybody <laughs> kind of everybody kind of gathered what we what we what we talked about and the pictures that i showed and and all that so um re really really impressed really cool and um you know we had liz in the uh <laughs> in, in greenville and it was great to see her and um no and you know we had a conversation too about you you said well this kid's thinking about it and this kid's gonna get in and this guy's gonna gonna try to do a double major here you know at at, at this place and whatever else and the fact that you know that and there's six or seven of them that you're sending on, I mean, is a testament to you, man. That's it's fantastic. Yeah, we're we're trying. Uh, but there's there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of great things. Um, just trying our best to make sure that we give everyone the opportunity. Um, the other big thing, and I think I forget who it was, but they spoke to it is like just the overall awareness, you know, that all of our kids can bring, whether they're doing it or not, and they can move into it and see uh well, I took this class about this, what they're doing out here. They can tell their kids one day when they go to the major league games and all these different things. It's, it's really cool just to be able to see all of that sort of come full circle. Um, and it, we were talking about sort of the origin story and how this happened. Um, and it's still crazy to me. That it's been six years and we're still going strong, you know? So, Oh yeah. But yeah, I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> what do you think of our construction site of what we got here? You know, there's a lot going on. Well, I, I took a picture of it earlier and I was going to send it, you know, going to send it to somebody. And, you know, my, my biggest takeaway is that you're at a high school in a, in a Metro area 
and you are constructing a natural grass field. And a, very, and a sort of rich county, I should say. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, in, in an affluent area that you you would think uh, artif- an artificial facility would be, you know, the cutting edge and the deal of the day and whatever else, but you guys are putting in a natural grass field and that makes my heart happy. Yeah, so that was, it was a big thing a couple of years ago. Um, I think the original plan was artificial and after i think it was the first field of the year people started taking note of like our program what we were doing i was i was obviously like if you put it in i'm gone there's no point of me being here you know right um but the school system has been very supportive uh we've transitioned from a different uh superintendent and she absolutely loves the program the kids what they're accomplishing and everything so it's it's really a testament to our kids and what they've done yeah and to be able to showcase sort of like, Hey, this is real and natural grass is the way to go. You know, that's sort of, that's been the really cool part about all this and being able to take them out. Like uh, the kids hadn't seen the curb yet on the outside edge. Okay, yeah. You know, like those are the things that like seeing the step-by-step process, uh, wanting to take them out there and not really being able to, which is fine. Um, it's just great for them to be involved. You know, we, Again, hopefully, I'm not going to say the date because if I say it, it's going to be all <laughs> yeah, not going to happen. Don't say that. It's yeah, not going to happen, you know. So, <laughs> um, I we're very excited for the kids to really get their hands dirty. You know, yeah. Once the growing starts, it's all on the kids. You know, right. that's that's what's great, and that's what uh, you were talking about. How the kids were actually engaged; they sort of understood what you were saying. They weren't just like what you know type mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, a lot of our classes, what we try to do is just be as hands-on as possible. You know, that's how you get their attention. That's how you get them wanting to do this stuff. Um, and the big thing is, is like, I'm not a big proponent of not teaching the turf grass side of things. I'm a big proponent of teaching someone how to do something, but then understanding why you're doing it later on, you know? Behind. Exactly. Yeah, right. So like when we come in, usually when there's a field, <laughs> um, we hit the ground running. It's football season. We don't have any time to like sit and talk. You know, it's kind of like, Here's how we use the machinery. Is how you pull strings. How you uh, use the spreader. All these different things that we got going on. And then once the football season winds down, we take a step back and we sort of go back to like, okay, this is why we're mowing. This is why we're fertilizing. Right. How can we impact to make what happened here better for next year? Right. Um, and what a lot of people don't know, and it's funny because people make fun of me sometimes for winning field of the year too often. We we fill out the field of the year application as a class. It's not a. It's not just. Or so, so, like the glory of things. So it's, like a project. it's literally just a classroom project that we want to make sure that kids are understanding. Like, this is what we did. How can we make it better? Right, right. This right. is what we have. Um, and we ha- Adam Russell and uh, Will Snell are very involved in our grow-in process right now. We're trying to figure out budgetary-wise how it's going to work, how we're going to get more people, or not more people, more out of more bang for our buck when it comes right, to fertility right. and for management of nutrition getting the soil where it needs to be because of the 17 soil tests we've taken. Um, Almost an understatement, but not really. (laughs) Um, It's just, it's been a great thing to have sort of a shift, you know, being able to have the kids understand like when you have a field that's 25 years old, Mm -hmm. it's time for it to have somewhat of a a re and again, we've talked about it. It's not that big of a renovation (laughs) when, when all said and done, but it's, it's something that's sort of like a refresher. When right, it it's a refresh. It. It's a it's a rebirth. Yes, if you will, exactly you know? for sure. Um, but again, it's showing kids like we're not just a classroom. We're not here mm-hmm. to just make you do one or two things. Like it's it's meant for more than that. Right, know? and that's you know we 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 talk we talk we kind of had this conversation with. So you know we did the the World Series last year. We did with fourteen and fifteen ladies, and you know we. One of the things that we talked about as far as their experience growing is like learning labs. Like how can we make this experience better? How can we expand expand upon their experience? And mm-hmm. you know, now we've got we've got a couple of added events and a couple other things that we can create almost like a learning lab. A lot going on for what we talked yeah. about. Yeah, a lot, a lot. Um, and that's kind of what you do. It's like it's a it's a it's a true hands-on lab, if you will. Hundred percent. Um, that that never stops. The daily lab, you know, it's daily. Yeah, it's daily. And, and I was talking to one of the kids uh, out. I think when we went out to the softball field, and she was telling me she was here all summer. You know, 
all last summer, like didn't miss a week uh, yeah. or, or the week, you know, the week the family went on vacation. And and that's to me, you know, it gives them a sense of ownership and a sense of pride and something to look at and, and really see tangible, see their, see their, see their efforts. Yes. Pay off into something. And what's, what's funny is like, I don't, I'm not taking shots at educators or anything like that, but I think that's like our greatest failure as an educational system is you have all these kids come in and they, they learn, they understand that you're giving them the same things like algebra and all that. It's giving them a sense of like ownership of the work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, it's not something that they can own when they're handed a worksheet or handed like, and we're way past worksheets. I will say we've, we've moved, <laughs> we've moved mountains since then, but like, I'm in a very like lucky situation to be able to do that. You know, right. like every turn is like your own thing. Like you want to put a moment pattern out, let's do it. Right. You want a paint scheme, let's do it. Like there's just, it lends to understanding like how you can be empowered at such a young age to do this stuff. Sure. Because there are so many people that, I mean, when I first started, there was, I didn't know half of what my kids knew. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah. and I was a sophomore in college when I actually get got started. Yeah. You know, so yeah, me, me too. It's it's crazy to like see sort of all of that come full circle. Yeah. Um, and someone like Liz, you know, to be able to see her go down and just thrive. You know, like she she had some experience, but I wouldn't say she was like fully ready. You know, for the softball mm-hmm. early World Series, but she came out. I was like, she, I got to get ready. Exactly. But that's what, oh yeah, for sure. And it's it's just cool to see it and. Uh, we were talking about Danny, like ACC championship, like that, that moment for those kids, like to see that everything we do here is that right. You know, and not, it's not, 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 not a ton of difference. There's really not other than being more meticulous, which Danny, I'll give you that. I I'm terrible. Oh, yeah. I'm compar- and it's not, it's not like we're not meticulous. It's just, I'm not pulling a, a I'm not putting a bar down for a sure. line on our end. So we don't have time on our side, you know. Right. Where you saw our blocks, hour and a half. We got to get in and well, out. Well, you know, they, then they got to go to math class, and they got to go to lunch, and they got to do this. You know, it's. Um, but the, the the beautiful thing is, though, you do have more than one group of say fifteen. Yes, for one sure. Group of eight. Yep. Or you know, you get on some some of these facilities, and it's a uh, the one or two army of one. You know, love um, you, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> they got you know they 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 get. You get a team working aspect. They get a social aspect out of it. They get a work, you know, work ethic aspect out of it. So you got to got to really look at the 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 whole picture. And then, you know, first and foremost, they're, they're also learning a trade, whether they, yeah. whether they like it or they're not. They're gonna use it. You know, they're gonna use maybe it. not like sports fields, but like they're gonna have a home lawn. Oh yeah, I always tell them. Yeah, you're right. Said you might want to list a little bit, <laughs> even yeah. if you're not doing this. Make sure you let them know that if anybody knows that they got a little bit of background, they're gonna get questions from this neighbor and yeah they're all gonna be like how's your lawn so nice like what is yeah. this right right that's that's my staff here i love them to death but there's so many times where they like walk in like hey yeah i was like it's that time of the year god yeah. <laughs> here we right. go right um right. but no but what you're talking like those are the things that like i live for like the work ethic the mm-hmm. the the untaught thing lessons that they're learned you know? right correct like understanding like the impact that you have on a kid's life, you don't, you don't think about that when sure. you're going into the work that day, you know, yeah. like there are things that you don't comprehend firsthand, you know? Um, and it's really just, it's, so, it's such a cool moment to again, have kids like have those moments where they realize you're like, okay, this is way more than just going out and painting or going oh, yeah. out and mowing or doing all this yeah. stuff. Like, um, I don't, I don't know if I've talked to you about this, but, but like a lot of our exams are like, workplace exams so like so like like practicals or whatever yeah they used to call them back in the day yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm sure but like it's a um we have a big exam in the fall it's it's called the football exam (laughs) sue me for not being original (laughs) hey it's so so it pretty much all it is is um we obviously have the full season and we break the field into a couple different groups so like you have lines and hashes or numbers and logos whatever it is like based on them we have a paint exam and pretty much what happens is, is we go from Monday to game day. And starting at Monday, we have a meeting right before I we go outside. And I say, you have 20, 20 minutes to ask me anything you need. Whatever you need to know right now is happening. After that, you don't get to talk to me the rest of the week. Uh-huh. So I go up in the press box and I observe the whole thing. From divots on Monday mowing all the way across to the start of pregame setup uh-huh pylon silent covers all that 
all that the, nuts, the whole everything yeah so the kids have to know that on their own by the end of the football season in order to pass you know right and what's great about it is is like no one again i could be wrong sorry if i'm talking to, for people that talk, work on their own like completely it's a group grade it's not like a, a single individual grade there are some individuals that grades are altered based on like things that occur mm -hmm. because there's not only just the performance aspect it's the professionalism the on task the basic like workplace readiness type things that you need to right. have in the rubric and we go over the rubric beforehand so everybody knows what to expect sure so that's really like what's great about it and what we really focus on when it comes to our class so sorry i'm rambling no man um all good all um, great stuff we talked about a little bit called the softball lily world series yep um it's coming up fast a lot faster than we uh than we than we think every year it seems to do this you know we we started out that first year. We did all the planning and all the all the odds and ends for it, and it didn't happen. Yep. And then you know we thought we were in a good place, and it happened, and it got here in a hurry, and it was kind of a whirlwind. And we had that that first year that we had a we had a great year. Um, then you know last year we kind of not threw ourselves a curveball, but but literally kind of threw ourselves a curveball because in a in a in a very very short time span we you know, put the, put the effort together to get the ladies in. Mm -hmm. And it was a great experience. And we did it with, they were in for four or five days, three, four days, whatever it was. I mean, you know, you were there, yep. um, you brought um, Liz and, and one of your former students down as well. And, you know, this year we're, we're kind of throwing ourselves another curveball where we're going to try to, or not try to, we're going to have the, the, the women's crew in for the entire tournament session. That's awesome. So that'll be really cool, and and we've added a a, a couple, couple of neat things. We're doing a um, a, a, I, I I may not be at liberty to say, but I'm going to say it. Um, I'll be sure to wait to post it then. We're uh, we're having a couple of pro games uh, off site at uh, at, a at a different facility. Um, you know, we've got we made that we're going to be on I guess worldwide TV. You know, um, nice. for the for the uh, championship game. Um, We've got new lights. We've got, um, you know, really, really neat things that they're doing and continuing continuing to grow every year. Uh, but here we are. I mean, you know, we're going to look up and it's going to be May first. Yeah, it's very it's, true. It's going to be June, July, In July. We start, you know, we start the, everything. The, the renovation, the flip process. And, yep. And then here we we strap it on in August. So it's, um, you know, I I didn't know what to expect when I. Uh, said, yeah, I'll, I'll help out. I was, <laughs> didn't think it was going to be this intense. Whoops. But it's, uh, it is, and it's great, and it's great that we talk about it all year. And it's it's a, uh, um, you know, we we want to we want to continue to grow and um, spotlight those with the women in our industry and and the the role that they have. And um, what a better stage for them. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think the professional thing is going to be awesome. Just an added bonus, you know, to be able to. Obviously, it was such a special thing for it to be the Little League World Series. You know, like everyone had a blast and yep. connecting with those kids. Well, being able to show professionals at that same level, like the, and I'm not going to get into too much of the woman aspect of things, but like to see again, two forces when it comes to women come together for an event like that, it's yeah. incredible, you know, and it's something yep. that is going to be great for our industry, great for sports in general, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it's. I'm excited. I mean, if you have me, I'm very excited. Oh, yeah, there. We, want you, we want you back. Yeah, it'd be back. great. Um, but let's get into sort of your background. You know, yeah. let's let's take way back. You know, not way back. Not didn't mean like that. But like, no, well, I'm, outside I'm, I'm of old, Ewing, yeah. um, what brought you to this point with Ewing? You know, so many years minor league baseball, incredible times, and we you did a great presentation earlier about all the screw ups, not in yours, but like yeah, that you go through in a day. You know, when it comes to groundskeeping and Brought back great memories for me too, you know. It, oh, yeah. it, it just happens, you know. Um, but how has your story sort of come to this point where again you have such a, a presence in the Carolinas and everything that you do? So, you know, my my story's not typical. I did not have any background in this. You know, I I, I was a first and foremost, I was a player. I love to play baseball, I love the game, I love to play football too, but mm -hmm. I love the game. Um, love the game within the game, um, as 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 we were taught. Um I I like I like to I love to practice. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. I, 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 uh, 
a long time ago, one of my old coaches said, per, you know, practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. So you, you yeah, you treat it every day like a game, like a game day, no matter if it was BP or if it was infield or you were doing defensive drills. And that's kind of how I, uh, that always stuck in the back of my mind when I was, when I was a field manager. But, um, so I, I went to college to play and figured out right away that that was not for me. <laughs> um, I wanted to same stay, stay around the, uh, stay around the program. So, um, coach Mike Gasky at UNC Greensboro was my, uh, my head, our head baseball coach. And he <laughs> wanted me to stay around the program. And I said, yeah, I mean, let's, what do you got? What can I do? So yeah. we, we actually, we had a very unique situation. Um, the program was not that old. I think they went D one in 91 mm-hmm. and I got there in 94. Uh, so really only three, four years of division one baseball being played at UNC Greensboro, uh, where the prior year, 93, they made, or 93, 94, I guess, ni- no, 93. Anyway. You're good. You're good. Years, I got you. Their short, ter- their short time, they, they made a regional. They they played in the regionals in mm-hmm. Baton Rouge at LSU. And, you know, my, 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 my interest into this was we did not have a stadium or a field or any kind of facility on campus. Yeah. We had, couple batting cages and a weight room and you know a, a baseball area yeah so we practiced at grimsley high school which was our local uh the the closest high school to unc greensboro mm-hmm. um so players would drive back and forth every day to practice so we helped maintain that field mm-hmm. and then we played at then uh it was it's war memorial stadium at that point in time it was the oldest uh oldest minor league park yeah in the country that still had professional baseball played in it. yeah um up until you know 10 or 12 years ago. So we played our games there. And, you know, so I, I mean, I learned how to cut, I learned how to drag, I learned how to like why you water and what, <laughs> what you water and learn how to use a, yep. use a scud hoe and, you know, learned how to, you know, learn how to pack a mound and pack a plate, uh, the practice facility. And then in the spring we'd go over to War Memorial stadium and Mel Lanford, uh, was the, was the head groundskeeper there. And, uh, you know, I, I just I learned so much from him and thought what he did was really, really cool. I mean, plus he got to go to work at a ballpark every day. Yeah. Um, so by my junior year, Mel would just throw me the keys on for a for a weekend series. <laughs> nice. Say, they don't burn it down. I mean, I, I tried to burn it down several times as you saw in a couple of pictures, <laughs> but um, you know, so that was really it. And um, so my senior year, uh, we got money to we got money from the state to build an on campus stadium at nice. Greensboro. And I was I, I I I was starting grad school in the fall, um, and I learned that if you work for the state at the university, at any university, they would pay tuition. six hours of tuition. That's great, you know. Yeah. So well, I mean, this is all right. So I remember I I enjoy this. I I saw, I, <laughs> so I saw my saw my first job offer for seventeen thousand five hundred dollars full time job, oh. which was nothing. I was gonna say what. You need to negotiate the contract yeah. a little more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and and then uh, going to grad school. So I stayed. Uh, I got. I think I got. I got seven, six, six, six or seven class, six classes in, and just I was ready to get out of the college life, get ready to ready to move on, and I ended up going to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, with the senators, working for working with Tim Foreman, uh, for a couple years, um, there, and kind of just got into the nuts and bolts of a pro, you mm-hmm. know, of a, of a pro a professional organization. Um, and Tim was great. Tim was kind of, Tim kind of had the same philosophy as Mel did just, you know, here are the keys don't burn it down. Um, but, you know, started to learn some, you know, learn why you do things at certain times and how weather affects turf. And, um, you know, at that, I think um, Riverside stadium, you know, very unique. It's the only stadium that sits in the middle of a river, literally in the middle of a river. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so there was a lot of, different things that they had to deal with there we're about 60 percent bluegrass and 40 percent poa or maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe vice versa if it need to be right yeah <laughs> yep. um and then i was a fish out of water in pennsylvania i'm i'm an east north carolina boy that yep. lives close to the coast so i got an opportunity to come back to greensboro and work for a company um as a sport as a sports field rep sales company mm-hmm. um selling chemicals and fertilizer and um, irrigation products and things like that. So I, I did that for about a year and a half and kind of took that, uh, cause I was, I, our company, um, that company had, uh, a couple of really good knowledgeable, 
agronomy guys. So mm-hmm. one guy that's been in the that was in the golf course industry, uh, in in as a superintendent, and he's in sales, and he still is to this day, and he's really really knowledgeable. Um, I, I shared an office with a golf course architect who's still working today. Um, so I learned a lot about agronomy from those guys, uh, and then actually working in that warehouse. You know, on Saturdays you can pick up a shift on Saturdays mm-hmm. for hundred bucks, and yeah. you know, at, at 23, 24 years of age. Hundred bucks is a lot of a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of, of yeah for sure. So, but learn what certain fertilizer you know why why what what fertilizer is what it does what it looks like you know what company you know provides this what <laughs> yeah what the difference in SGNs are you yeah. know what what uh you know what they're coated with um you know things like that and then and then irrigation parts and why you use this and that and whatever else so I kind of look at that as 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 another another piece of my education. And um, that company uh, kept me on for, I don't know, a year and a half, almost two years. And uh, they got purchased and went in a different direction. And um, then I, I took a job with the city of Greensboro for about six months as a, as one of the directors of they, – they broke the city into two areas. <clears throat> so I was over, you know, 70-some fields yeah four crews and still had no idea what I was doing. Yep. Just, you know, like – he was in baseball for a little while and can could mow and you know had had some kind of action plans and um I, I just wasn't sure that that was for me. Um and Nolan Thomas, I think um Nolan called me one day and because he was a customer at that point, he's also a good friend, still is. Mm-hmm. Called me one day, said, Hey, uh, there's gonna be a, a job open in Myrtle Beach. Pat Coakley, Irish, is leaving Myrtle to come to to go to Altoona. Yeah. And he said, you know, just, just put the word out in your travels. If you know anybody, um, I said, yeah, Nolan, yeah. I said, give me a week or two. Let me, let me float some, float it by some people and, and, um, I'll get back to you. I called him back an hour later. I said, Nolan, tell me a little bit more about this job. <laughs> so, uh, so he, he, he went into it and I, I ended up going, I think two weeks later and interviewing and, and they offered me the job on the spot. Nice. Um, so that was, yeah, that was 2002 and I got down there and, Screwed up enough stuff the first year, thought that that was going to be one and done, and they stuck with me, and I learned. And and you know Myrtle Beach at that time was the mecca of golf. I mean, there were more golf courses there, yeah, in that in that area than there were anywhere else in the country. And um, I surrounded myself by people a lot smarter than me that were willing to help. Yep. And under the tutelage of some really, really, really good golf course guys, learned the turf grass aspect of it. I had the dirt pretty well. Yeah, dirt dirt's pretty pretty easy you know, to get along with, you I, know. <laughs> I, I had you know, the biggest thing about dirt and the biggest thing about your infields is n- just knowing them, knowing how they react to weather, knowing yeah. how they react to, to to certain types of play and and it's uh, it, it's a complicated it's a complicated deal um but you can you can take a lot of the practices that you just like turf grass, you can take a lot of the practices mm-hmm. that you you did in one place to another and just, and tweak it, yep. tweak it a little bit. For but sure. so anyway, so, you know, Myr- Myrtle beach was awesome. I, I met some really, really good lifelong friends, had a lot of success. There had a lot of good people that, um, that worked with me a lot. I, went, I, I think at one point in time and we took a, there was a picture we took at an STMA uh, national conference uh, several years ago, where at that point in time, I think I, I still had eight or nine guys still mm-hmm. felt like Tom Nielsen. I had eight or nine guys still in sports field management, yeah. which was, which was good. Um, and I, I went through some personal stuff and I, I it was time to move on from Myrtle beach. Mm-hmm. Um, Myrtle beach is a tough place to live. <laughs> very much. <laughs> it's yeah. a very, very tough place to live. Absolutely. But, um, got the opportunity to go to Gwinnett and, and had, uh, again, you know, we were a Braves affiliate in Myrtle beach all those years, except for one. Um, and then went, went to Gwinnett where we were owned by, owned by the Braves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had familiar faces in the front office there, brand new facility, um, a really, really good build. Uh, we had, we had to kind of, we had to kind of make our own, uh, we had, we had to make up a lot, make up a lot as we went on. We equipment shortages, chemical shortage, like we just didn't have, we didn't have a lot. So we kind of had to, I had to come in and, and basically rewrite, reinvent the wheel as far as that goes and, and did it and did a really nice job. Um, again, had, had some great, great people that worked with me there, um, and had had a really good run there. And it just after after twenty solid years, day in and day out, I just gave out. I just 
wore out and was 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 ready for the next chapter in my life and mm-hmm. uh, so i reached out to uh, several different companies and um, southern athletic fields i did a lot of business with southern athletic fields in fact heather infield mix and um you know did uh did all my accessories and stuff with them and windscreen and i mean like yeah. tarps and all that stuff and um there are like bill marbot was like hey if you ever want to get out give me a call well i call his bluff so i called him and and one thing led to another and in june of that of 17 i started working with southern athletic fields little did i know um what eight months eight nine months later mm-hmm. turfus bought southern athletic fields yeah which was kind of a you know a, a, wow. not a not a, but a, a like wow like didn't see that, that just happen yeah so um so worked for Turfus for a couple of years and um I'd known Jeremy Bahanko with Ewing yep. for mm-hmm. several years. I used to used to get a lot of stuff from him and he was a good industry partner and industry friend and kind of the same thing that that Mr. Marbit said. He said, Look, you know, if we can figure this out, we'd love for you to come work with us. And I said, All right, well, you know, yeah. let's 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 have a conversation. And little did I know that conversation a week later turned into an interview. Nice. A week later. Um, and so with Turfus and Southern Athletic Fields, I was covering at 13 states and a lot. viewing. Yeah, which is a which is a pile. We were we were starting a family, so I had a I had a little one on the way and I needed I needed something to be better. closer to home. Yeah. Yeah. So I needed to be a little closer to home. And um I took that job with Ewing and and two years later here I sit with you. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. No, I, I had a the first half of my career, my baseball career, I, I had a really, really good career um, with, with, so I, I was surrounded by so many good assistants and interns and people um, that, that made me look good. So let's, let's get into that. Let's talk about the Carolinas and just honestly, some of the best people in our industry just come from that area, whether it's North, South Carolina, whatever it is, down to Georgia, even. Yeah. Just what has it been like being a part of that group? I mean, you got Jimmy Simpson, you got uh, so many guys, and they're all I'm blanking on names. Sorry, um, Paul sorry. Burgess, all those Man, guys. You're, you're at the end of your day. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> but like all of all of those guys that really have had just a great impact on our industry as a whole. You know, when you look at their careers, what they've accomplished, what they're doing to bring in the next generation. Like yeah. Well, and you know, I'll say this too, especially about the guys in North Carolina you know, and, and South Carolina is that they're, they're very organized. Um, they're all, it, it's, it's a big network within a network, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, everybody answers the phone. Everybody returns an email. Uh, you know, everybody returns a text that we're, we're all in it. They're all in it for the same reasons. And that's to make our fields mm-hmm. safe and playable and, and cutting edge and, um, you know, trying new things and screwing things up and figuring it out. And, and, um, it's always my least favorite to screw up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, Oh, you'll learn. I'm like, I don't it, care. I'd rather learn the other way. It is such a great family of people. And, um, you know, we've, we've all got, I, th- I think, I think I can say this. We've all got each other's back. Mm-hmm. Um, where in other lines of, of work, you don't find, uh, you know, other careers, you don't find that. Um, I, I think as a whole, our piece of the industry, we have that as a whole where we want everybody to succeed. We want our facilities to be the best, mm-hmm. whether it's a high school, a, a municipality, a, a college park or a pro park. Everybody yep. wants, you know, everybody wants what's best for each other. Absolutely. Um, so there, there's, there's a wealth of knowledge. There's a lot, there's a lot of longevity in the Carolinas. I mean, you look at some guys that have been in their current roles for 15, 20, 25, 30 years. And, and um, I think that helps. Um, and you have great young guys too. And we, you know, we got, we like got a Danny really, and yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. We have a great, a great nucleus of, of people there and it just, it, it, it gets better and better and better every year. And, you know, our area of the country, you know, the Southeast, I consider you guys in the Southeast mm-hmm. too. Yeah. It's a great place to live and work. Yeah. You know, I mean, it really, really is. Absolutely. So, um, but no, the, the, the Carolinas group is special. It really is. Um, there are, there are there are people in other areas of the country that ask you know like how how are you how, like how do you guys how do you guys all maintain your your family aspect and you're so tight well we you know we talk we yeah we go you know we're, we're fortunate that we do the the southeast regional conference in Myrtle Beach every a lot, year a lot of fun which is open to everybody it's yeah not just people in the southeast yeah anybody that wants to come 
We want you to come and join us. It's a great event. I was uh, there this past year. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. And I think, I think we're going on 13, 14 years or something like that. And it gets, it's on the beach. Yeah. For those that question, yeah, you it, know, like it, it's in a decent time of year down there. Um, not crazy, but that gets better and better and better every year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we have, we have a lot of, we have a lot of people that are committed to the SFMA. Um, we got two, two good chapters. Uh, the, I, I got to brag on North Carolina's chapter <laughs> there for sure, uh, because it's, it's in my backyard, but it's a, it's a great group and a great nucleus of people that continue to, to push the envelope on some things. Um, you know, we get, we get good university support in the Carolinas, you know, with, NC State and you know, you get like you guys up here with Virginia Tech and and Georgia and University of Tennessee. So it's it's a uh it, it really is a neat place to um to be. It really is. And it's it's home to me. Yep, for sure. And I mean it's it's honestly, I mean, like each person you meet, it's just better and better, like you said. You know, like I mean, when we were talking, I mean, even like when we went down to the ACC championship, I met the Clemson guys for the first time. Mm-hmm. I met Obviously, we stopped at Casey. Casey's one of the best out there. You know, it's just, it's crazy. You know, it's a never-ending type of thing. You know? Right. But um, I like to think Virginia has those guys too. You know, <laughs> they do. And it's, and it's shout it's, out my Virginia SFMA board. No, and it's, it's a it's a fault of mine for not you know not being involved up here. And and I you know obviously you see, you see through through social how powerful you know how how powerful it is. And same thing with the the Maryland folks. Mid Atlantic, they're great too. Yeah. Mo and, and all that. Um and the regional stuff has gotten way better over the years from what I've seen. You know, as a student, I had no idea about Virginia STMA. I didn't really know of their presence compared to the STMA. And it it's it's crazy the events that are going on. Uh in Virginia we've pushed a lot more regional events than one more centralized one because with the centralized one, we put so much time, money, and effort into the thing, and it's it's like, guess what? Only half the state can really come right. if they wanted to, you know, and half of them don't want to. So the event is good for the people that are in that area. So if we break it down and we do some regional events and we have some sponsors at each of those, we're able to pull more people. So we have like a Northern Virginia Day, Southwest Virginia, the beach, and Richmond. Sure. Normally our, our go-to areas. Uh, Lynchburg usually is a good spot for a lot of stuff. Uh, Brian Hinckley down there is great. Um, there's just more of a reach is what we're going for, yeah. you know, and trying to get more members and making people aware. Oh, again, it's where case it's actually case Carrick and I have working with Brandon Harden on pitching um, the, National Baseball Association, ABCA or something. Oh, yeah. The, the, yep. Baseball we're trying to the pitch them. So we're trying to pitch them a presentation on field maintenance slash high school turf programs so uh-huh. that all these members can see, hey, if you start a turf program, you can take care of the field you take care of already after school during the school day. Sure. In the most professional way possible, say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know what? That's that's a big, it's a big thing you mentioned that because we need the buy-in from athletic directors and school supervisors. So that was the other and, thing and that I'm working that. on with my AD and my uh, admin is a presentation at the National Athletic Directors Conference. Is I feel like those are like the most um, untapped membership markets. Absolutely. I Again, I Leah and I gave that talk at the National Conference about the most untapped uh, sort of future market is – student athletes you know because there are so many people that have a passion for their sport and they want to stay in it right why wouldn't we say hey we have a way for you to stay in the game right by the way on the field in the game not in an office stuffed in a corner somewhere you know right um those are the groups that i think right now that would benefit from being members of sfma which could increase our numbers by a lot Mm -hmm. i mean tenfold if we actually yeah. yeah if we actually get in with them um so i i mean i I don't know how we get sort of SFMA on. This is just a kind of a couple of guys just trying to get out there and make aware of like, hey, you are sports field managers, believe it or not, you know? Yeah. Um, and we're trying to help you, but we're not getting to you somehow. So um and that's that's something that I think a lot of these regional groups could do. Oh yeah. Especially for their local areas. Because how many athletic directors have you talked to in your entire career that are like what do I do? How do I fix it? I don't know what's going on. How do I do this? And you're always there helping the best you can any way that you can. So mm-hmm. why don't we channel that into 
creating a bigger group. Yeah. A, right. bigger, a bigger family, if right. you will. You right. know? So those are some things that I think that we could be doing better. But again, I'm not saying any of that <laughs> to anyone at SFMA. I'm not saying, sorry, you're not doing your job or anything. You do a great job. <laughs> uh, well, just, you know, we just, we need to expand upon what we've got, what we've got now. And we need to include those, include those other user groups and, and push on, you know, num- numbers, safety and numbers, you know? Yeah. My, my thing, but the bigger groups are going to bring in the next generation is the thing. Because if you get, if you connect, let's say Daniel Lacito to like seven local Charlotte schools and he helps them any way that he can, like gives them a plan, like a, this is what you should do. Even it's just that, like this is a nutritional fertility plan. Here you go. Mm-hmm. And then they're advocating to the kids saying, Hey, this guy helped us make this field amazing. Go look at what he's doing. Uh, I think Wendell, do you know Wendell Hutchins out of Arkansas? He just graduated from Virginia Tech. He just became a professor there. They just had the uh, Siloam Springs high school baseball team to all the Arkansas facilities to get them on. Like things like that were like, they don't know about us. Yeah, right. What can we do to like make them aware? Uh-huh. If we have people talking about it, that's the big thing. You know, that's athletic directors and communities are going to speak volumes because I told I was talking to Ryan Bajoran at SFMA. I'm like, you help a guy. He's like, I know the head ground team for doing Patriots. What, what about you guys? Like, yeah, right. they're going to brag about that. And they're like, oh, that's so cool. How do you know? I'm like, stuff like that. And then that leads to conversations. You know? Yeah, and right. That's, that's the whole goal, you know? Mm-hmm. And then that was part of our talk too is Leah's TikToks and how social media has such a big role. But yeah, she can talk about that. I'm I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know I think too. I I think that that when we were all kind of in that in that COVID phase, mm-hmm. that, that that whole social media aspect became so powerful. Oh yeah. Um, this whole podcast, you know, yeah, was this came from exactly COVID? Exactly, exactly. You know, and that's. It was, it's, it's, it's been a great resource and a great tool and a great, a great way to share, uh, to share information and share, share horror stories and share successes <laughs> and, and all that stuff too. And, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I used to be a lot more active on, uh, on, on, on the Twitter and I'm not, Twitter. <laughs> I'm not as much anymore, no, I'm with um, you. but, uh, you know, that, that's, that's another great way that for people to see what we do. Absolutely. It really is. Yeah. So. For sure. I mean, that that's our kids get excited about doing stuff like this, like doing stuff on Twitter and showcasing what they're doing. And mm-hmm. that's another thing about the empowerment thing is we also focus on like past, like what a life skill could be, you know, like mm-hmm. sure. Social media is not really a life skill, but in the end, if you look at 98% of companies now, all of them have social media, social media all of them have exactly like there's yeah. someone there. Oh yeah. So yep. if you're able to do that in your own workspace and you're able to accomplish things that that might not have been if I we hadn't taught them that, you know, which kids figure out social media way too easily. So I shouldn't be saying we're teaching or anything. So, <laughs> you know, we can always say we are, but sure. <laughs> um, so I want to dive into sort of um, Ewing and what you yeah. guys do, obviously. Little League World Series before all the women you guys were so involved. What has it been like taking Ewing to sort of that stage and being able to have such, I mean, a long period of time getting the Salt Polo League World Series prepped and being able to be yeah. a part of all that. Again, having Ewing as that partner in all of it. Well, thank thankfully part of my part of my interview process, I said, Hey, this is this is something that's near and dear to me. And I gotta I gotta be able to do this. Yep. And they're like, Yeah, well, we're we're behind you every step of the way. You yep. know, they they wanna be involved, they wanna be a partner, how you know, and which which Ewing has been just incredible. It's a family company, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um shout out to the Yorks. They're 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 behind all this hundred percent. Um, you know, I get this I get the support of of our regional people, the the East Coast people to do this. Um, you know, we had several of our uh, of our account managers that came from all different places all over the East coast uh, to volunteer this year or this last year, um, you know, and, and Ewing is, is, is behind it and they want me to do this. Mm-hmm. And, and it is, it is such an important piece. Um, you know, so the, 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 the true name of the company is, is Ewing irrigation and landscape supply. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so we deal in everything from the ground down, yep. the middle ground, the ground up, and then what you grow on, what you grow on top of. Absolutely. So, and then for us, for the sports field division, I mean, it's anything and everything to, uh, to maintain, beautify, um, you know, day, day-to-day stuff on, on your fields from, you know, calcine clays to packing clays to fertilizer to foliar products to pesticides and herbicides, irrigation stuff, pipe, pipe fittings, the whole nine yards. And they, um, um, it, it's been a great, it's been a great company to work for. I hope I can continue to work for them for a long time. Um, you know, again, their, their support in letting me do what I do with the, with the world series and, and do things like this yes. that I'm doing today. Thank you, you know, for being here, by the well, way. I appreciate you having me. Um, you know, our our business, like we talked about earlier, is so relationship driven. And they do they 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 understand that aspect. Mm-hmm. That that the sports field business and and even the 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 landscape business and a golf course business is all relationship driven. And that's why I think I'm a good that's why I think personally I'm a good fit because yes. um I, I love people. I, 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 I love, I love my network of, of friends and industry partners and, and like, like their family. And that's, that's, that's a big deal. And that, that's, it's funny. Cause <laughs> I don't know who I was talking to, but like, I mean, I'm not the best turf grass manager there is, you know, there's just, there's so many things that I wish I knew better. I wish I could teach better, but something that I love about this injury is just getting to meet everybody, be mm-hmm. a part of it, you know? be able to showcase it, you know, with this and just being able to, you know, have friendships, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's great to be able to just, you know, after this, be able to go to a game, you know, have a, a beer after, sorry, <clears throat> a drink afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, just be able to, what is it? Monday? <laughs> it's just a yeah, Monday right really? in the middle of it's April, Monday, you April. know, exactly. So like, those are the things that like, it, you don't see it in other industries. You don't right. see it in other groups. It's not like it, it's not a knock on anybody else. It's just it's so many things that could be better for others. We already have, you know. Yeah, right. So, right. I, I couldn't agree with you more on that. Right. Um, now, we sort of talked about our softball little league world series. Anything else prep wise that you sort of a schedule into like getting things ready. We talked a little bit about it with the kids, yeah. Sort of the turnover and whatnot. Uh, maybe a little insight to that. Yeah. So that field, that field. Um, I think I think he does like four hundred, three fifty, four hundred games a year on the field. Runs every day. God bless you, Brian. Yep, from March until early July, uh, and then the the series, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, they actually have a fall schedule that they play. Mm-hmm. Uh, it starts like Labor Day ish. Yep, and they run until like October, so <laughs> November, December, January, February. So really, you know, it's 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 like a pro park. You know, yep. there's there's not a bevy of activity at a pro park from you know, call it November to February, and that's kind of the way our little league field is. So, so we have, uh, I think the last the last game this year, uh, the last Greenville Little League game is sometime late June. Then they have another tournament. Uh, like a state regional tournament or something there, um, yep. in, into July. So I think we get, uh, we have like 15, 16 days to take it from a, a baseball field to a all skin softball infield. Yep. So we'll do that. Um, and it usually takes about three days, weather dependent. <laughs> um, isn't that how it always oh, goes? Yeah. <laughs> so. Especially with that field after. Me and Morgan re- reminisce on throwing the cow sign in left field. Yeah, it hurts. <laughs> yeah, so the, the joint the joint was built in 1950. Yeah, 51, yeah, yeah. And she's got really good bones, um, but that's that's they're bad. old bones. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna you know we've, we're we're trying to start the process of looking at looking at a big renovation for it. Um, as long as the term is successful, we're hoping that's going to happen very soon. You know, we've got water issues. Uh, like you experienced yep. um, anytime somebody flushes a commode or uh, <laughs> we lose water pressure, we do not have a full functioning irrigation system. So those are some challenges. Yep. Um, but so we'll flip the field and we will, um, I start bringing in volunteers this year. I think I'm bringing in volunteers in August 1st. Really? Six, really? Yeah. So six, yeah. Six days prior um, or five days prior. And we will. It's because you have two sites. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> we'll, we'll put, we'll put, 
kind of put. I'm them hoping up. ECU is helping you. Oh, they, yeah, yeah. they're 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 going to be great. But That's but good. this is this is for Elm Street. Um, you know, we'll put the lipstick on a hog, and um, you know, we got to change pads out and put windscreen up, and mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of a lot of little tedious projects to make it to make it right. Get the TV, um, get the the camera the on the field, yep. get the tarp back on the field, all that stuff. Um, you know, and and the group the the group of guys that come in. Um, this will be their third, kind of their third year in a row coming in. Mm-hmm. They've got it down to a science where last year we probably could have played golf two of those days. <laughs> so we'll, we'll no, see helpful. Those, but the weather was perfect. So we'll see. Um, hopefully the weather continues. We're going to, yeah. we're going to try, uh, we're going to, uh, lay down a little different style of sod this year in our wares. We're going to do side run on plastic, um, you know, to, to, to hopefully make it, um, Settle, you know, make it make it settle. Give us a little more stability and not not scalp it real bad right away and make it that tougher to to yep. kind of grow back and grow mm-hmm. in. Uh, we got new lights, which was a big big deal, there and they're is. they're already in and they're done and they're they're rolling and working, which is a big deal. So we're not going to have as much heavy equipment around mm-hmm. the facility, yep, yep. which which will really be nice. So that yep. we're taking the uh, we've taken the 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 team hitting areas and moved them. So they're not kind of in our little space, you know, and we're, we're limited. We don't have a lot of storage. We don't Absolutely. have a lot of space. So that's really going to help staging areas and things like that. Um, and then uh, once, once we get done, I think, I think we're slated the, 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 the we're going to go one week after the tournament and mm-hmm. just sit stagnant and then we'll, we'll flip it, they'll flip it back, back to baseball for baseball. Yeah. Just so, just so everyone knows, like, when you talk about one of the greatest little league parks in the world, it is, there's nothing else like it. I mean, when you walk down Elm Street and you're, and it's different for most people because they could probably drive past it. But when I was there, you had to walk down and it's just, it opens up into this beautiful canopy of trees and everything around it. And mm-hmm. just everything that went into the World Series, it's, it's just perfect. You know, it's, it's incredible to see everything sort of come to, together and be able to be a part of it i mean yeah it's just it's so beautiful and you know and the city of greenville's done a really nice job um getting the community behind it the uh little league international's just done a great job um taking the space that we have and making it into a stadium into a true stadium venue an event venue um luckily you know luckily i don't have to deal with that very much but that's that's beside the point but we get you know we just get so much good support from so many people and and like i said again hopefully we can we can have this event there for a long, long time. I mean, it's perfectly set up for it. You know, it's, and again, like, it's just awesome. I can't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. You know, it's just awesome to see. I mean, it's, there's so many things that go on, you know, that I remember you describing the the hurricane and everything. And I was like, yeah. holy crap. I'm like, yeah. To think about what that looked like, you know, it, I would have been heartbroken. Well, which, and that's, that's my biggest fear. Yeah. That's my biggest fear. Because August is in the heat of hurricane season in eastern North Carolina, and we stick out like a sore thumb, and uh, we we don't we don't want to have to have to have that happen, absolutely uh, with some kind of some kind of big tropical storm or a hurricane that comes and sits on us and and um, you know sits, yeah. sits and spins and have another event like that. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what the like? Would it be everything we'll get rid of? Yeah, the hope, the hope, the hope is that you know there's there's I mean, the, for there's a scale a, like that it's there's not... a twenty there's a twenty four inch variance between the first base yeah yeah we talked yeah base yeah so that's crazy it's there's got to be some earth moved um you know we we want we want correct water we want correct you know we want the the drainage to be correct that probably be the most expensive part honestly <laughs> probably yeah and you know we we've got to figure out how to kind of. Also need like a side gate instead of the one oh, yeah. when you were talking about like I, I just remember that first like night I was like how do you turn anything in here yeah. it was literally like it's like this if you bend it like that like that was your yeah, angle that's teeny. literally your angle yeah. for the like the mower alone like I would be struggling well to get there's it. a lot of little things we can do we can you know there's a there's a like a three foot warning track in there now we we can probably expand that to five feet and be able to drive a vehicle all the way across. Mm-hmm. Back and forth on the warning track in the outfield, um, you know we the the water has the water, the lack of water and the water retention have got to be addressed in a hurry, um, and then you know the I I kind of want to keep some of the nuances 
that make it the the field that it is mm-hmm. um, there, and we'll 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 see we'll see what we'll see what they what they come up with, um, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to that next that next step. So if if they'll let me get involved, I, I hope they will. But it's I mean I would assume seeing that you're you're in charge of it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. We did we did we just got a nice uh, a nice equipment package put together. Really? Uh, yes, yeah, so we've got some airification equipment. We've got some top dressing equipment now. We've got utility vehicles. We've got an updated uh, two updated mowers, which is good. So we've got we've got enough now to be dangerous. We really do. So. Um, yeah. Sorry, the, oh, ro- the robot is not working over on the other side of the county. Oh, shocker! First world problems. The yeah, robot is not working. Don't even get me started. So, but uh, you, know, you look at that. You look at that. Like, look look at what you have to offer. You know, with this program. You guys, yeah, you guys have a robot. I mean, that's <laughs> you know, we have some great support uh, from our county, and we have great support from our local uh, businesses. I mean. uh, the Farm Bureau Insurance Company, they've given us some very nice, sizable donations. That I mean, we got our first uh, zero-term mowers and all that. Like, I was teaching with push mowers the first two and a half years. The third year, finally got those. I was like, okay, now we can actually work, you know? Yeah, right. And right. I, and that was funny because, like, for, like, the long, uh, for the longest time, I mean, we were using our zero turns to blow our fields off. because like we had yeah, no way of right, doing it other right. than that. Um, and we picked up one from a local golf course. We wish we could do that more often, but so many people need stuff nowadays. They're just not available. Can't, can't They're not it. able to give away. I'm like, yeah. ah, just help me out, please. Right. Like, right. Um, but it's, I mean, when we, and we talked about it and Danny's probably sick of me talking about him, but like you said, he still talks about him. Like what the kids did there was just unbelievable. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think Danny thought that they would be that involved like it had been more of a oh watching them do the work type of thing and i'm like no no they're here to work you know type and again that's probably not exactly what he was thinking but from what i've heard from people from like casey carrick and all those guys they're like we've never had someone come in here and actually know everything mm-hmm. that's going on like what needs to happen like wiping down stencils when they get too wet like different right. things like that like people don't do that apparently when because he you know what's great about him is he has so many different groups come in like NC State went in. A uh, couple of people around the area there. Mm-hmm. You obviously like the, and you guys obviously. You know, I mean, the younger groups that he's trying to bring awareness to. Oh, yeah, like, it's it was really cool to have that moment, you know. And those kids, they were just like in a new world. They, oh, were, sure. like, they were so excited. So yeah. And again, that translation from Donald Lambert Field to the the bank or whatever Bank of America. Yeah, that was. Pretty cool moment. Yeah. Well, like I said, thanks for what you're doing. Again, thanks for what you're doing. Yeah, of course. Of course. It doesn't go unnoticed, man. It really doesn't. I appreciate that. So we normally wrap it up on these last two questions. Okay. Because I don't want you to lose your ID. Yeah, I was gonna say four four o'clock, right? Yep. Yep. And if not, I'll break open anything we need to get. All right. Sorry, Prince Van Guys. Don't don't sue me. Uh (laughs) but uh Obviously, you've met some of my students and you're very close with Liz and uh, Julie and them. What would be your best words of advice for a student who's looking to join this industry? Well, I'll say twofold. I'm going to say twofold. I'm going to say first I'll say something about the students and then I'll say something about people bringing students in. Mm -hmm. Actually, I'll say that first. Don't be afraid to ask them to do something. Yeah. Make them do it. Let them do it. You know, let them let them get their hands dirty. Expe- expect a failure, but teach from that failure. Um, they all they need is an opportunity, and they want that opportunity. They cherish the opportunity, and it's it is you know it's we have we have a blessing in programs like this. I know there are, there are a couple of them across the southeast, and um, you know this this is a it's it's such a great it's such a great feeder into our industry. Let them let them let them do things. Don't don't continually hold their hand. I think that's the biggest thing, honestly, because again, I'm not <laughs> never ever talk bad about any of my former uh, bosses, but like there are certain people that like it's their baby. I love that you're here, and I want you to learn more, but you're not getting on this, you know, type right. of thing. Uh, Chris Acton was one that was like, "Get on the damn thing!" Like, sure, day one, <laughs> get on the sprayer. I'm like, all right, Chris. 
So I was like, I've been on like two of these before. I'm not freaking out at all. Like, I was like, I'd love for yeah, totally. Um, which I actually didn't get on the sprayer, but <laughs> not because I didn't, but we had something else come up. Um, they're they're there because they want to learn. They're yep. there because they they're excited about it. They're uh-huh. they're not there to run a weed eater all summer. They're not there to pick up sunflower seeds. Exactly. Or, like, yeah, yeah. Have them do anything. And I've always said this because I agree with you. Like they want to do stuff. Figure out what your you can give some. They don't have to do a spray break. Yeah. We'll put them on a, on a on a mower on the infield yeah. on a professional stadium. They're gonna be like, oh, I did. Yep. That. I mean, yep. This is my moment. Like, right. They're right. going to do that, but like, guess what? You can fix it right afterwards. If you're well, you may, you may, you know, don't don't let them spray, but help them calibrate your nozzles. Exactly. Help, help That's something that again is so critical or to wash understand. It or, or just show yeah. them how to move it from. Where it's sitting, put water it comes in it. on the field. Put and, water in it. Yeah. Let them do that. You yeah. know, that's that's the biggest thing. Yeah. It's like, what's that going to cost you? A couple bucks in fuel? Right. Yeah, exactly. Just give them the opportunity to see it. Um, which, again, like a lot of the, the newer generations, and they get all this like, oh, they don't want to do anything. I'm like, well, not really. They're smart enough to say, hey, I can make more money here than over there. So how are you going to overcompensate? Like, hey, I love doing this, but I need to make at least what I would make it like a sheets right. type of thing. Like, right. and most kids that want to do this, they like understand like, Hey, we understand like you can't pay us this, but like, are we going to be able to work more hours to make up for the time for that? Like they're intelligent kids. Yeah. Right. That's the thing. Everyone right. thinks they're so stupid and everything. It's like, right. you know, and that's, and that's what I was going to say about these, about, about t- to the kids, you know, you, yeah, th- go ahead, they, 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 they're all, they're all really smart. They're a lot smarter than I am. Yep. You know, they're all a lot more technically advanced than I was at that age. Um, they made two right now. So, don't this this industry is really really unique because you get to work outside yep you do get machinery to work with you are practicing a very very unique a very very precise science you know it involves math it involves it. geography. <laughs> right? It involves geography. Mm-hmm. It involves weather and climate. Yep. It involves you know, it involves a lot of aspects. It involves human resources. It involves budgeting. It involves, you know, this and that and this and that. So it, it is an all encompassing, you know, um encompassing world. You look at it like your 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 field, your fields, you're running a business. Yeah. Through those fields. So For sure. Um this is it's 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 a it's a fantastic industry. It's going to take up all of the the things that you have learned in your in your your educational career. I mean, yep. there, there's aspects of it everywhere. So um, don't don't forget about that. Yeah. Um, and you know there there are there are there are a multitude of opportunities out there for you in this world. Yeah. In in our in our sports field world, absolutely. In a lot of incredible places, and in a lot of places you see on TV. Where the games are played, you know, it's it is it it's very very unique and it is very very rewarding. And that's that's the thing. Like it, it is probably the most rewarding thing you'll ever experience. Uh, I don't I don't like tooting my own horn or anything like that. But I had a you can it's okay. <laughs> I had a uh, event a couple of weeks ago. Virginia Tech uh, recognized me as like the undergraduate alumni of the year Mm -hmm. and it was such a cool moment because i had students that were at tech at the time there i had graduates who came back to virginia tech graduates of virginia to come back and see me Mm -hmm. at this event i was there with dr goatley who's like one of my biggest mentors in the industry and just the whole weekend was just incredible like it was just something out of like a movie i was like Mm -hmm. what what am i why do i deserve this you know type of thing but it was it's so rewarding and no one no one can really take that away or right. anything you know that's that's what's great about it um i did them out of order so the last question is if there was something that you wish you knew and you first started what would that one be what what would that one oh, thing be man. and why you know that's doesn't have to make things easier or anything like that just something that you wish you knew you know going into the industry back at uh unc greensboro um well I'll say I think I think I may have said this in, in one of the classes that some days it's okay to take a step back mm-hmm. and look look at look at look around you, look at what you've done, 
and go, you know what? I did this. I, I made this grow. Absolutely. I didn't kill it. I made it grow. It looks good. You're still alive. <laughs> I'm still alive. I am. I'm enjoying this. Um, I think that was one of the one of the big takeaways that I. It, it took me until I was about 35 to realize that mm-hmm. it's okay to not be there. Yeah. For a day. <laughs> I think a lot of the younger people need to learn that fast. It's 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 okay to miss a weekend. Yeah. Um, it's okay to not it's okay to leave before dark. <laughs> um, yeah. It's it's okay to take take a breath away from it every once in a while. Yeah, for sure. So absolutely. Well, I cannot thank you enough. I mean, for coming up here, being hey, man, I've been enjoying it kids. all day. Yeah. For sure. And everything that you've done for giving my girls the opportunity of a lifetime, you know. Well, let's hope let's hope that trend continues. Yeah, you know? for sure. Absolutely. Well, again, we hope the best. And again, thank you for everything you do for yeah, us. Yeah, buddy. Appreciate you.